Welcome to Life and Death on the Fringe. I'm Maggie. And I'm Danelle. And we just want to give you a big welcome. We know it's been a couple weeks and we are working on becoming more consistent with we the podcast. Had a lot go on. We just had a lot. I got robbed. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. But we're hoping that everybody's doing well and we're just going to keep trying to be consistent with this with all the busyness in our life. And uh, yeah, anything you want to add? I know that today we're going to be talking about suicide and we want to give a trigger warning about anybody that may be struggling with that or has struggled with that. Be careful because this can be triggering and we want you to, you know, your, your mental health is important. So if you need to listen to this at a later time, do that. Absolutely. So in addition to suicide, we will also be discussing domestic violence, domestic abuse, and um, racial crimes Yeah, as well. So content warning on that We're one. We're coming out swinging. Yep. We're doing this. I know. And it, as a re- it needs to be done. It does. It does. And as a reminder, this is a mature con- content podcast. It is for mature audiences only. Yeah, this is not for kids. It is, it is a, this is a rough one. Yeah, that's a rough absolutely. one. So, any any other business before we hop in? Um, I don't think so. I just want to, you know, just let everybody know that we are trying our hardest to be consistent. We want to. Hopefully, our goal is to start getting one out a week. It's been a couple weeks, so we're closer than we were last time. I feel like we're closing the gap <laughs> a little bit at a time. We are trying to keep our regular work weeks and stuff too. Yeah, so. yeah. Um. And I do think we forgot to do this last time. We are currently on wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so you right. don't have to be on Patreon or Spotify. We are um, open on multiple platforms. We do have a Patreon. We do. You can definitely find us at on our Patreon, which is link, linked on our Instagram, which is Life and Death on the Fringe. We're also Life and Death on the Fringe. At, well, life and death on the fringe at gmail.com if you'd like to send us case suggestions. Yeah, send us an email. Let us know what you yep. think. Or a direct message if you want to reach out on Instagram. Yeah, that's also totally fine. doable. All right. We also have a buy us a coffee, which is linked on our Instagram if you guys want to drop us I think money for so a coffee. Cute. It's super cute. <laughs> you can also buy us a pizza. I put that on there too. Buy us a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm never opposed to. <laughs> it cracks me up. All right. You ready? You ready? All right. Buckle up, yeah. buttercup. Buckle up. Buckle up. All right. Um, I don't know. This is a, a case that's a little bit more well-known than some of the last ones that we've done, but it hasn't gotten the media attention. I think it should. This is technically a closed case. I will let you all decide, and you too, babe, for yourself, um, how you feel about this case. I know how I feel about it, but you let me know, okay? I'm nervous. I know. I've been telling you about this one for. I know. I'm a nervous because I know it's gonna piss me off. So I know, it's been really hard not to, like, tell me about it. Only because I'm so frustrated by this case. Yeah, that's understandable. Yep. So we're talking about Willie Andrew Jones Jr. His nickname is Duke. He got that from playing football in high school. At the time of the story, Willie is 21 years old. Just a baby. J- really, just a baby really just a baby so like i said he was a football star in high school he was a really great sketch artist he loved dogs and chickens they had a farm his family had a farm he loved horses and he had his own horse okay i love horses because i I grew up in montana and i freaking love horses you want to know what his horse's name is what fancy fancy 
Oh my god. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and he loved he loved riding his horse. Like that's that was his pastime. Yeah, whenever we, uh, I visited my grandparents in Washington growing up, they they had a big pasture, and so they would they would house other people's horses and cows during certain seasons, and I loved it. I've only seen a horse in person one time, and it was very big. It was recently. I mean, on our walk, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, like close enough to touch. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they can be very intimidating. Yeah. If you've never stood next to one, they're very tall. And not for nothing, but I'm real short, and yeah. horses are really big. And they are a little bit skittish. They they are they can sense fear very easily. I know. They're incredibly intuitive. Well, intuitive animals. Aside from my gorgeous. dad, from my dad telling me that his first car was a Mustang, a horse. <laughs> oh my god. Coming in clutch. To Coming in, I know. I know. Well, grew up in Honduras, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So his horse's name is Fancy. He lived in Scott County through his childhood. He was still living there now. And where is that? Scott County, Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. We're setting the stage. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm bracing myself now. Yep. Um, this is pertinent. Willie is a black man yeah. in Mississippi. So he continued to live there as an adult. His mom also said that he loved to laugh. Like he would be the first one laughing at his own jokes, making other people laugh. Like this was just the kind of guy that he was. He had a dream to become a pipeline operator. So he wanted to work the oil pipelines. He thought it would oh, make money. money. Yeah. Exactly. He had a son. Um, I've seen both three and four months old. I think his son was four months old at the time this take place. Okay. But I've seen both. So a small, tiny infant. <laughs> yep. And he wanted to support his family, which included his son and his girlfriend, Alexis. Okay. All right. So now we're going to get into the night in question. It is, we have a lot of witness accounts. We have a lot of surveillance footage and we have a lot of timeline. So we're going to go in like bundles and we'll start, we'll recap. Okay. Okay. So the night is February 8th, 2018. Willie and his girlfriend, Alexis, and a friend who goes by the last name Pace a lot. It's what I see most often, so that's what I'm going to call her Pace as her last name. Okay. I don't know if Pace is Willie's friend or if Pace is Alexis's friend. Okay. I've seen it both ways, just so you know. It does matter, though. It it does matter. Um, I like to think that Alexis tried to do the right thing here, and you'll see what I mean okay. on that one, but I'm not sure whose like, friend it was first. Right. Now... They are all driving to Alexis's house. Willie and Alexis had, like, really been going through it. Um, well, they had a brand new baby. Yeah. And they're young. Super They're young fighting a lot. Kids. Yeah. A lot. And they were tonight, this night, fighting in the car. Willie had seen Alexis texting somebody. And the fight was over those messages. Was it a guy? Nobody says that. But that's what Willie thought. Okay. Okay. So that was the fight in the car. <clears throat> um, excuse me. Dang, Will- that is loud. <laughs> Almost as loud oh as me. Clearing my throat. Sorry about that. Um, Ooh, got some cars going by. Just Dang, one. Just man. one loud car. <laughs> Chill out, bro. Um, so even though Willie and Alexis had been fighting a lot, Willie had mentioned on several occasions that he really wanted to work it out for their son. Like, he was in it. But he also probably loved her. 
Of course he did. Yeah. They had a baby. Like, they're, they're young. He they're going like through a, it. He sounds like a good dude. Like, he's I, trying to... I think he's, so. He's trying to raise his kid, and he wants to be with his chick, and... I mean, it know. sounds like he didn't want to be the statistic, right? The stereotype that uh-huh. everyone puts on black men raising their sons. Even though there are a million and thousand and quadrillion... Even though the statistic is a lie. black fathers yeah. out there. <laughs> the statistic like, is a so lie. so many of them are I know. awesome dads. I know. And I wish people would stop it with that. I know. I know. But I think stereotypes and, like, assumptions play a lot into this story. Yeah. Of course they do. This is Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Then we're deep south here. All right. So now... I think it's really important on this one. We're going to get into, like, timing on this. Okay. And people have gone kind of back and forth on the timing on this, but I think we're going to start with security cams, which are, like, the time is the time. Yeah. It's not like an eyewitness account, which is very unreliable. I know. In most cases. And you have to really have, like, an eyewitness account with something else. With, like, an eidetic memory of some sort. Right. Where our memories are not reliable. No. They're not. Especially if it's something traumatic. I know. Yeah. I know, which is unfortunate, but I know our bodies try to protect us from a lot of stuff. Yeah. Okay, so a neighbor's security cam shows Willie, Alexis, and Pace driving into the neighborhood. Willie is driving. The car stops on Green Grove Road, which is a dirt road that runs in front of Alexis's house. Okay. At And this is 10.35 p.m. When the car stops, Pace gets out. The car starts again and stops again, like only a second later, and Alexis gets out. Alexis then runs inside her house, like literally runs inside her home. Mm. Willie then parks the car and can be seen near the car at 10.44 p.m. Does he seem calm? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he just accidentally, like, you know how sometimes when you stop and you forget to, like, put it in park? Maybe it was one of those deals. They they were fighting, so she could be, she could be running home. Yeah. She lives there with her father, and he's at the car. Uh, Is Alexis white? Alexis is white. We'll get to that. Oh, God. Yeah. We'll get, that plays heavily into the story. I'm scared. Yep, so we'll burying the lead but you got it okay, <laughs> you got sorry. it yeah no no you're fine you're fine so witnesses state that they saw willie enter the home after he'd been seen by the car at so this is 10 44 he's seen by the car at 10 50 p.m alexis's stepfather harold calls 911 wait wait run through that timeline for me one more time so they show up at 10 35 p.m on the dirt road got it 10 44 p.m he's by the car okay 10 50 p.m Harold is on the phone with 911. Minutes later. Six minutes. Minutes, minutes later. Yep. What? Yep. Now, we're going to get into his 911 call in here in just a bit. It is deeply unsettling, and I will content warning it again. Okay. But, like, be ready. That's coming up. So, Harold later tells detectives that he went outside to check on Willie after he didn't return inside. Uh, what? Yes, thank you. He said, I walked, this is a quote. He said, quote, I walked out on the porch to see where he was, did not see him right off after looking for him. Why was the dad looking for him? That's, okay, most parents at that time of night are in bed. Think about it. This is not that household. This is a very chaotic household, it seems like. Okay. Okay, so here's the 911 call. So... 911 operator answers. 
He identifies himself and he says, quote, I don't know whether I need to cut it down and give it CPR. Oh my God. I don't want to touch it because I don't want to be involved in this stuff. It. It meaning Willie. What the fuck? I don't want to touch it. The human being? Yeah. So wait, back up. Something crazy just happened. Say that again, please. The 911 call? Yeah. He says, quote, I don't know whether I need to cut it down and give it CPR. Oh my God. I don't want to touch it because I don't want to be involved in this stuff. Okay, so wait a second. What what else is said in the 911 call leading up to that moment? That's literally... So he calls up, the operator says, 911, how can I assist you? What's your emergency? Well, and he says... And he says this? He says he killed, he killed himself. He hung himself in the front yard. He hung himself from the tree. I don't know if I need to cut it down. What? Yep. And then the 911 call uh, dispatcher, excuse me, goes on to ask how long... Willie had been out there, and he says 20 to 30 minutes. But he hasn't even been there 20 to 30 minutes. No, he has not. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, again, Willie is black. Alexis and her stepfather are white. And we are in the deep south. Oh, my God. Yep. And the 911 caller... Is Willie dead? At this time? Yeah. That's questionable. Um, Willie does he's die. He's definitely hanging. He's definitely hanging, yeah. What? And he doesn't know if he should cut him down? Yeah. Yes, you should cut him down. And yes, you should give him CPR. Right. And he, he's telling the dispatcher he's dead. He's dead. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know if I need to cut it down, right? The and fuck? the dispatcher is just saying, like, oh, God. Like, oh, God. Like, feeling did, that. Did the, did the 911 dispatcher tell him to cut him down no actually she starts Why? going in, she starts going into life-saving instructions to harold and her supervisor can be heard in the background of the 911 call and she actually says really i can't give him instructions like that and he says no and she tells harold leave him there no yeah nope yep no you should not you should definitely try to help and so the dispatcher's supervisor is saying don't give instructions that could save this man's life correct what a garbage human right and i don't know if they're under they're operating under the idea that he is already dead but they and don't then it's know a crime scene. either way i know you should always try to help. i know and the dispatcher herself is shocked when he says like you can't tell him that damn i wish we had that call i have the transcript I will, so all of these transcripts that we're talking about and the autopsies, we will post on our Patreon. Okay. So you'll have all of those, including the statements that Harold, Alexis, and Pace have made. Their written statements we'll post as well. Okay. okay. So I do have those. I know. I would love to hear it. Yeah. But I do, saying, yeah, I do well, I have the transcript. Because you can tell a lot in a person's behavior. A lot of leakage comes out. Like you were saying, like using different words like it. That's very telling. I read that so many times and was like, right, did you really say that? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, very sus right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So just to bring it back, it is six minutes from the time that Willie is seen at the car to when 911 is called. That's such a short amount of time. What the fuck happened? Right. Oh, my God. Now, there are 10 people 
inside the house. Some sources say 11. I don't know if the 11th person is Willie. So a giant gaggle of people are and in this house. Yeah. And they are 15 yards from the front door to the tree. So you could see it. You'd hear it. Very it was clearly. right there. Yeah. Like... And also, why would any normal, sane person just go out and quote-unquote hang themselves in a tr- No one would allow that to happen. Black people do not hang themselves. That's also true. That's a, It's a very rare phenomenon. Like, that is historical trauma. That is generational trauma. It in is a, very in uncommon. especially. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's disturbing also. Yeah, it is super uncommon. Oh so, God. I know... Of the 10 people inside the house included Alexis's older brother, her uncle, her stepfather, Harold. Again, the tree that Willie was found hanging from is only 15 yards from the single-story home, so it wasn't even, like, higher up, single-story. And the statements from the people inside the house and the witnesses outside the house are vastly different. Right, because it sounds like what we've got is a bunch of Alexis's family members and then the neighbors right yeah that's what we're looking at here yep. so they did something to this poor kid allegedly or not like this again this is a closed case but it i don't feel closure i can't even imagine how the yeah, family what his feel. family's feeling yeah all right sorry <laughs> no Go it's ahead. okay i keep cutting you off no it's I okay questions i uh, know please do so here are the facts. This is what we do know. Okay. So at 10.44 p.m., the same time Willie can be seen on the camera next to the car, Tammy, Willie's mother, gets a call. And it is just a woman screaming, come get your son. What? 10.44 p.m. And we know this because we have call logs, phone records, time stamped. So who was calling her? Uh, the assumption is that it was Pace. But I've seen it named as Pace, and I've seen just a female voice. But wouldn't they know based on whose phone called Willie's mother? It's not... This was never a criminal investigation. What? So a lot of these things are just... They didn't investigate this? We will get. We will get there. Okay. So 10.44 p.m., his mom gets a phone call with somebody just saying, Come get your son. Come get your son. Come get your son. Wow. Yep. She got dressed and was on her way when she got, when she talked on the phone a second time. And it was somebody just screaming that Willie was dead. And we will talk about these phone calls in more depth in a little bit. But she keeps driving. She arrives. The investigators are there. The investigators are on scene for 40 minutes. 40 minutes. 4-0. That's not long enough. And they tell his mom, the first person they talk to about this, they say, quote, it was a suicide. It was nothing else. They should have had everybody out of that house immediately, and they should have uh, collected evidence. Yeah, they didn't do that. There's all kinds of things that they should None have of done that happened. immediately. They nope. should have taped off all of the crime scene area. It should have been tried like house. a crime scene. Yeah. And it sounds like they didn't do jack shit. No. They said, it was a suicide. It was nothing else. That's how they told they her mom. They could possibly know that. His mom, excuse me. They could not possibly know that. In 40 minutes? In 40 minutes. What did you do in 40 minutes? Jack shit. Yeah. Wow, this is making me mad. Yeah, I knew it would. What the fuck? Yeah. You're ready. You're making my ass twitch. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> now we're going to get into Willie's injuries, of which he had many. 
So on the quote unquote hanging himself. himself. Right. Right. Of course. On the following Monday, his mom went to the funeral home to see her son and to make funeral arrangements. Totally normal. God in heaven. Yep. So really quick because there was no investigation. So like. So she was able to retrieve his body and when it should have been going through. Like 72, 48, 72 hours later. That is unheard of. Yeah. Like really quick. The director of the funeral home actually did a double take, she said. So, like, they lifted the sheet. He, the funeral director got all pale, put the sheet back down, and lifted it again based on what was seen on Willie's body. So, Willie's right shoulder was dislocated. He was right-handed. The hair on the back of his head was scraped off, and he had scratches on his face. There was grass in his hair. And later on, when his mom was looking through his his personal items there was also grass in his wallet like he was dragged that's what it sounds like to me sounds like a struggle at least and he had cigarette burns what i don't know where what yeah yeah so now that we know a little bit about willie's injuries let's i'm sorry i'm just now realizing that these white people dragged this black boy it, and it seems like very much like this is a lynching. It sounds like a lynching. They dragged him and hung him from a tree in and, Mississippi. And That's a fucking lynching. And this happened in 2018. Between 2000 and 2018, there were seven other men that were hung in the same county in Mississippi. And they were all ruled suicides. Oh, the FBI should be they were all investigating the KKK. <laughs> we will talk area. about the FBI, but they were all ruled suicides. Uh, huh. By local law enforcement, I take it? We'll talk about the FBI. Okay. All right. We'll get there. Because they do show up. Sorry, I'm jumping gun no, here, no, no. I'm, I'm mad now, and I want I'm answers I'm also mad. Now. They do show up. What the fuck? Again, this is a closed case. Weird. So, yeah. So let's look at the scene a little bit. So Willie, so we can get a picture, was wearing a gray hoodie. He was in flip-flops, and he had on, like, blue Super Mario pajama pants. He had a cloth belt, like a blue and white cloth belt of like, you know, the 2010s, 20, you know what I'm talking about, wrapped around his neck and it has like the metal D rings and you, you know what I mean? The cloth belts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wrapped around his neck. That belt belonged to a teenager that was living in Harold's house. What? Yeah. Not a family member, just a teen that was living there. Uh-huh. The belt was attached through, and this is going to get pretty graphic. The belt was attached through like the metal D rings to a yellow nylon rope, which was hanging from the tree. His knees were bent and he was touching the ground. So all he had to do to save himself was stand, stand up. up. That's like drowning in three feet of water. Well, Unless somebody's holding you down. It's right, not gonna happen. Well, and so they really did. They did this when his mom was telling them, like all they had to do was stand up. They said, "Well, it's not really that uncommon. People, people strangle themselves on their knees all the time." No, they don't. I'd have never heard of that. I've heard of that in homicide cases. I've heard of that when people are trying to cover things up, or when they're doing like, or it's like a exfici- an exfici- erotic, yeah, yeah, scenario where they accidentally do that to themselves, right? But not within six minutes, and certainly not in someone's front yard like that. Yeah, 
That's a hot mess of a lie right there. I don't know. Um, his mom said, like, he'd never self-harmed. He was never suicidal. He had plans. He was excited about having a baby and a girlfriend and was talking about um, getting a badass job to support, to his, support family. his family. He had plans for the next day. like He had plans for his life. Mm-hmm. He wasn't suicidal. Mm-hmm. Now, a little discrepancy here because um, his mom, Tammy, hired a lawyer. And they hired their own investigators because they needed to. Yeah, unfortunately because, because local law enforcement there wasn't doing shit yep. so the local investigators said that the branch he was hanging from was seven or seven and a half feet high and this does come into play but the lawyer for the family said that it was closer to nine nine and a half feet high well how long was this rope well i mean it, it was it, it was like matter a, because if he's spo- if he could just stand up then that rope's got to be pretty long it, it was long and it was like it was just a nylon, like, and it was all, like, tangled. Like, it was, it had been used for something else before, or they'd had it for a long time. Like, it was just kind of, like, available, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, the t- the distance comes into play because Willie had a football injury. Remember, like, when she went to the the funeral home, the, his shoulder was dislocated. Uh-huh. That was a football injury. So it caused him to be unable to raise his right arm above his head. Okay. Without either dislocating it or causing him severe pain. Yeah. Right? So even the people that he worked with, his coworkers said that even though he was right-handed, he rarely used his right arm. Wow. Like so it just he wasn't must something have been that in he did. Pain on a, in a regular on a regular basis. Right. So the way the rope was tied, it looked like it was tied while it was on the tree. So like push it over, right, throw it over, and then tie it, which means that Willie, who was 5'10", would have either done it with one arm or dislocated his own arm to do it. It's nine feet. Do you know how agonizing it is to dislocate your arm? Well, and then your once you do it, like you're kind of done. It does, you don't do anything else with it after yeah, it that. it has to be put back in. And it's right. agonizing. Right. And once you have dislocated it, it's easier to dislocate it in the future, like if you were dragging somebody, maybe... Jesus. Right. So Harold, in a statement to police later, or investigators later, said that Willie told everybody in the house he was going outside to kill himself. But that window of time's only six minutes. Like six minutes to decide you're going to kill yourself. Get a come rope. Up, get a rope. Get a plan. Also find the belt. some random belt from some kid that lives there. Right. That makes no sense. And then strangle yourself. Which is really what it would be because you're on the ground still, right? Yeah, none of it doesn't this is, feel like enough time. It doesn't feel like yeah. enough time. Um, it, whatever happened happened incredibly right. fast, and it was incredibly violent. Right, and remember, it was only six minutes. But Harold told nine one one that it had been twenty to thirty minutes since they saw so, Willie last. Yeah, he's lying. That because doesn't even. That's it, a huge red flag. Right. It's not right even there. kind of close. It's not yeah. like oh, it was ten minutes and it was six, right? No, <laughs> that's not. Which the police should have known better. Like that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Wow. So now we're going to talk about Harold, and this is where you're going to get extra mad. This is where I'm already mad. Okay. Okay. So be ready to be angry. I think it's super relevant though the history of Harold, in general. Harold threatened Willie four days before his death. For why? Well, four days earlier, which would have been February 4th of 2018, Alexis and Willie were arguing at Alexis's place of work, which was a Burger King. 
after Willie left, Harold came in and per her co-workers' accounts and statements said, I want to make sure I get this quote right, quote, if this happens again, you know what I told you I'm going to do to that nappy-headed thug. Uh, okay, so he's full on racist for sure. We know this now because we've we've got people if hearing we, it. If we didn't know it from the nine one one call, we know it now. Yep. Oops, sorry. That's okay. At least one of Alexis's previous boyfriends had been threatened by Harold in the past. This is not allegedly. This is a fact because Harold did jail time for this. Okay, and was this boyfriend, this other boyfriend, was black. he also black? Yes. Okay. So in 2016, he threatened Alexis's then-boyfriend with a broken beer bottle while allegedly calling him the N-word. We say allegedly because it was not charged as a hate crime or like a racially motivated crime. Right, you Those have laws to say allegedly, which is so dumb. are not on the books in a lot of places, to be honest. Hate crime laws like that? You'd think they are, but they're not. So allegedly... But we do know that Harold chased this man for a half a mile. And his name is out there. I'm not going to name him. Like, yeah. This isn't his story. But yeah. um, chased him for a half a mile. And that man hid while Harold continued to search for him He was in hunting the dark. for this boy. And the only reason he stopped is Alexis's mom found Harold and made him leave. Wait, wasn't this a different kid? Yes. A different, what do you mean a different kid? Didn't you say... Oh, wait. I'm confused. Wait, were we talking about a different boyfriend just now? This is the boyfriend that he threatened and did jail time for. Right. Okay. And so, so Alexis's mom found Harold with a broken bottle. And oh, I see. Leave. Okay, sorry. I got really confused. No, you're there okay. For a it's, a lot, it's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of names that I haven't heard before. It's a lot of bullshit. So I was picturing something completely different, but now I get it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. So Harold made several statements since Willie's death about not having an issue with his daughter dating Willie due to his race. And Alexis is currently married to a black man. But Harold, Harold has also given interviews to local papers and media, which totally out him as the racist fuck that I know that he is like, since then. So what has he said? Oh. I want to know. Well, quote, this was to a local paper. She, meaning Alexis, has had a couple of boyfriends, all colored. I ain't never... Oh, okay. Oh, it gets better. I ain't never had an issue with none of them, except for one of the guys my real daughter dates. Because Alexis was his stepdaughter. His real daughter? Yeah. That sounds like my stepdad and the way he treats people. But also, like, so you're being shitty and racist... And you're treating your kid like shit. Yep. In the same awful sentence. Literally like the redheaded stepchild. Right. And he's giving this interview because he starts it off with, I ain't never had an issue with it. Like he's giving this good thing about himself. And it's just a horrible statement. So he doesn't even realize how shitty he is. No, he thinks he is a stand-up guy. (laughs) Like for sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, more outwardly racist, though, um, which is wild, I know. But Harold was or is, I'm not really sure if he still is, um, part of a church that teaches against interracial marriage. Okay. Didn't even know that was a thing. Churches that do that, that's weird. It's Mississippi. Are they Christians, quote unquote? Uh Yeah. Or Baptists, I think there's some of it. I I mean, Baptists are Christians. It's just a denomination. But... Southern Baptists are a whole other ball of wax. 
Don't, know, Don't get me started on that shit. <laughs> so this is 2019. So after Willie's death, he did an interview with another local paper where he said, are you ready? Mm-hmm. And I quote, the kids started seeing black folks and they started dating and I was against it. Not because I'm racist, but because it ain't right in God's eyes. It just ain't right. There ain't red birds and blue birds fucking out there. And uh, quote. <laughs> uh, I, what? That's a statement. What birds? How did we get from human beings to birds? There ain't red birds and blue birds. Also, birds don't really have sex, dude. They lay, they lay eggs. <laughs> they do. Yeah. How? What? I'm so confused right we, now. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you're raised in a cult without a proper education. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, moving now I've embarrassed myself. But no, 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 but also not not That's not relevant. It's, it's not relevant. It's fucking crazy. And it's also inaccurate because like birds if just genders have different colors. So like this guy is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like point, point being uh all of that is completely backwards and I'm pretty sure that God uh doesn't exist and if he did wouldn't care about any well, of that. I feel like you would have like bigger things to worry about than yeah, like whether like, or not Alexis like and World Willie War are dating. Yeah. And not for nothing, but Alexis's dad, Harold, shouldn't be anywhere around who Alexis is fucking. That is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Wasn't, wasn't she already like 18? Yeah. Or 20 or 19 yeah, but that's or something? Just, that is a weird statement. No, I know, but like she's also an adult. But like, she, and she's living at home with a bunch of other people in this house, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But he also does that thing where he's like, I grew up in a black neighborhood and my stepfather was black, so oh, I can't be racist. Therefore, I'm not racist. Da, 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 Look at how not racist yeah, I am. Yeah, only you're like racist through and through. I didn't see him pull the black friend card, but he probably did. Or one time I dated so-and-so. Right. Okay. Yeah. I doubt I doubt he did, though. Yeah, Let's be real. No, probably Also, not. like, he can get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> That statement, every time I read it, I'm all... (laughs) So gross. Okay. So I know we all have feelings about Harold. I'm sure... I know I do. Oh, I do. I'm sure our listeners do. (laughs) You do. But let's just recap. Let's bring it back to that 911 call when he called Willie it. Like a whole ass human. Not a piece of furniture or like a car... A person. Or some strange monster that you found in the woods and you don't know what to call it. Or like, I don't know. An animal? Yeah, no, that's, that's a human being. <laughs> that's a human. Who you know. Yep. Who has had a baby with your daughter. That is your grandchild. Yeah. His name's Willie. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That he has a grandkid. <laughs> I didn't even, my mind was not. <laughs> okay, so now let's Keep talk about. Keep him away from that baby. That's all I got to say. Anyways, go on. Yeah, we'll get there too. Uh, let's talk through some witnesses. So these are going to be people mostly that are outside of the house. Okay. Sorry, you look like... (laughs) No, I was just checking our recording. We're good. Okay. Um, So these are things that, like, the investigators found, if we can call them that. Like, these... Let's just call them low-key cops. (laughs) They're cops. <laughs> but they're, they don't really know how to do the cop thing, though. I mean, I like. feel like they're doing the cop thing as it's intended. Yeah, true that. <laughs> the system is working as intended. As intended. It is not broken. 
Um, so remember, I said we were going to get back to the phone calls. Yes. That Willie's mom got. Willie's mom, Tammy. Yes. Okay. So she got a call to come get your son, 1044 p.m. The call came in at 1044 p.m. It was answered at 1045 p.m. in seven seconds. So okay. we have the call logs on this. We know exactly that is not in question. That's some hard data. Yep. A woman yelled, come get your son. She got dressed. She started the 35-minute drive through the pastures, Confederate flags, mobile homes. That's what she passed oh, on the way to go see her son. Four minutes later, 10.48 p.m., she calls Alexis's phone to see what's going on. And it said someone answered. It didn't say it was Alexis. It just said a woman answered and said, he hung himself. He's dead. So that changes our timeline. Whoa. That's four minutes from the time that she got the phone call to come get her son and the time that she was told her son was dead. It almost seems like they planned this. It's because it you feel really about fishy. how very fast something had to have happened. So fast. So just to go over the timeline one more time, right? So we know that Willie's mom got a phone call at ten forty-four p.m. Right. This is also the same time that Willie is seen on security footage by the car. At ten fifty p.m. is when Harold calls nine one one. To say that Willie is dead. But now we know that at 10.48 p.m., Willie's mom was told that he was dead. Right. So that narrows our timeline from six minutes to four minutes. Right. Which is not enough time. No. I don't think. No, it's definitely not. I think it's... And again, the investigators, quote-unquote, were there for 40 minutes before they were trying to convince everybody that it's a suicide. Um of course. Do we know if uh, Harold knew any of the officers? Like, was he connected with I the community there? I don't know that. Okay. I'm I don't know curious. that. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't It seems like me. a small town. Well, yeah. It's definitely a small town. And like I said, she remembered passing Confederate flags on her way over there. Like So scary. Right. So, like, am I surprised? Yeah. No. no. Disgusted? Yeah. Yeah. Surprised? No. You know? So here's where I was saying that Alexis's friend or Willie's friend, Pace, mm-hmm. was trying to do the right thing. So six days after this incident, Pace comes forward and kind of elaborates. I, don't, I wouldn't say that she changes her statement. I'd say that she gives additional information okay. about that night. So she's adding to. Right. So she said, just like she did before, that Willie and Alexis were fighting in the car, that they continued to fight in the house. So we know after he Willie was seen on the camera that witnesses saw him go inside. Right. Right. So they continued to fight in the house. She stated that Harold went to get his gun. And once he had it, Alexis's mom, and I'm not going to name her, you know, yeah. uh, but Alexis's mom made him put it away. But then Willie leaves the house and then Harold leaves the house and closes the door behind him. Mm. Doesn't feel good. No. Especially knowing that Harold has already threatened him. Harold has a track record of chasing people through the woods. Mm. Chasing black men through the woods, specifically. Right. You know? Because he did that with the broken bottle. Yeah, with her ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Then boyfriend. Now, there was another witness, like a neighbor, that said that around this time she heard a commotion, quote-unquote, outside the home of Alexis and Harold. Okay. She said she heard at least three male voices yelling, 
But in that moment, there was a loud, like, machine-like sound or, like, a whir that drowned out the voices. And so she wasn't able to catch them. Okay. So this, her account contradicts everyone else's account inside the house. Yeah. What, what's this commotion? What's happening? The only person that it doesn't, like, go against is Pace. So the neighbor and Pace are now corroborating... Each other. Each other. Lightly, right? Because, again, yeah. there wasn't a criminal investigation, so this is what we have. But the police never questioned the neighbor. They didn't question anybody. I know. They didn't do anything. I know. So Willie's mom, being the loud, protective, amazing mom that she is, was being loud, Right. So she, she wants justice. So the FBI get involved. Remember, I told you we were going to talk about the FBI. Yeah. They interviewed Tammy one time. They interviewed the family once. And when Tammy called to follow up, like, what's going on with, like, this hate crime that I believe is a murder, mm-hmm. they couldn't find her interview. What the fuck? Yeah. And they just said things like, if that interview occurred it would be important for us to get back to you if it happened. Oh my God. And she's like, it, I, we were all there. <laughs> we were all there. And so that was it. That was the extent of the FBI's involvement. And they have did refused comment. Did she physically go to the FBI office or did they come to her? Or like what? I mean, cause they should know this. They would know this. It sounded like when I was reading through like Tammy's account, it sounded like it was in person, but they came to investigate. Right. As, like, a racially motivated crime. Right? But, and, like, the cops throughout the years have said things like, there's nothing to indicate that this was racially motivated, you um, know. Except for the giant fucking racist but that then they, did this. they say things like, you know, Harold had a, a black stepfather. So, like, there's, no, and, you know, Alexis is married to a black guy, so. That doesn't mean that this didn't happen. No, but they're using that they're, as, like. The two things are Unrelated. Unrelated. It feels like they're using these things as an excuse for their failure, as like a reason for why this is fine. And I'm sorry, you told me at the beginning what year this happened in, but could you remind me? 2018. So really five years ago. This has not been long. No. So what the fuck? No, and this county has a history of men being hung from trees being ruled a suicide. Yeah, you were going to mention more about that because, or, yeah. What the I fuck? mean, yeah, just from like 20, 2000 to 2018, there are at least seven. That's, that doesn't just happen. Again, we talked about it briefly before, but it is very rare for black people to hang themselves. That is just not something, like when we're talking about generational trauma and we're talking about things like, that's, that's, that's a very unusual occurrence. Yeah, for all the reasons. Right. I know. So, and again, we'll put the autopsy, like the, I'm sorry, the medical examiner report up on our Patreon as well. But the ME listed the cause of death as ligature strangulation by hanging. Right. But the manner of death is listed as undetermined. They did not, the ME did not list this as a suicide. Nor did they list it as a homicide. They listed it as undetermined. Well, you know what that means? They're leaving the door open for future so that potentially someone could look at this case down the line and say this 
needs to be ruled as a homicide. Right, we couldn't say either way. Like, we yeah. couldn't definitively say this is a, a suicide, which, I mean, he had grass in his hair, grass in his personal effects. Of course, now it would all have to be circumstantial evidence because... But they didn't collect anything. Yeah, they didn't collect any evidence. So it would have to all be either, like, data from uh, ring cameras and things if like that. If they kept it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. So in December of 2020... Willie's family filed a lawsuit in Hines County Circuit Court against Harold, saying that it was very unlikely that this was a suicide and that it was more likely that he acted in negligence, either killing them himself or failing to get um, Willie medical attention. Right. Right? I feel like, at the very least, the latter is true. Especially (laughs) since the 911 supervisor told her not to yeah, give that, instructions. That, they should sue the office that is actually in There's charge so much. of the dispatchers because that in and of itself is completely wrong. Yep. Even when people are bleeding out, I've heard 911 calls where they're like, you need to clear their airway. You need to do this. You need to, and they're trying and they're to like actively, counting the CPR yeah, like with them. Like, trying, and in, yet yeah, in this case, it's like they're, basically like oh hands off right don't, don't touch them don't touch it oh god that's uh, literally made my stomach like roll over i know just now. i know Ugh, it's gross but you know they willie's family his mom primarily hired an attorney they hired an investigation too so they're starting the civil side right. of things because oftentimes if they can get a conviction in civil court then it can move into criminal court right so that's what they're doing so they filed against Harold, and Harold, being the piece of shit he is, didn't even respond. So he didn't even show up. Uh, okay. Right, which you, means that they, they ruled in her favor. They ruled yeah. against Harold. But like they still didn't have those moments that they were hoping to have with Harold. You know what I mean? Like, Where they hold him accountable? Yeah, even in that moment, they, he actively took that from them as well. Like the smallest fucking thing. It was just showing he, he up. He didn't even have the decency to like. Well, he was like, I, d- them. I didn't get it, and I can't file an appeal because I'm poor. And then the judgment was awarded eleven million dollars in damages to Willie's family, and he laughed. It was like most days I don't even have eleven dollars. Like, this is why I feel like she should go after the police department. Well, I mean, this was 2020. You know what I mean? So because of her filing against Harold, though, which is why this, I know that he knew, upon her filing, she has lost contact with her grandson. The, the grandson is currently in Alexis's care. That's right. his mom. Yeah. And so ever since she filed that civil suit, they've had zero contact. So, the, so she like, doesn't even get to see this grandchild. The that, last piece of her son. Exactly. That's what I was yeah. going to say is like, her son's child, and she's not allowed to see this baby. Nope. I cannot imagine the grief that she feels. Yep. And I mean, she can fight for, like... Visitation. That um, You can. There are grandparent rights. Uh, for, you can get visitation. Right, but she but hasn't But she even, doesn't want to stir the pot, the pot I bet. Well, and she yeah. hasn't even gotten the closure for her son's kid. Like, that is so overwhelming. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah, like... Like, even five years is not enough time to process 
uh, trauma that well, and she's still fighting. Huge. Like zero yeah. closure. No one's been held accountable. Yeah, you know, like everyone's just it's just another dead black man in Mississippi. Not to me. Not to me. Yeah. But like, but that's how those fuckers see it, right? Because just being the color of Willie's skin puts him on the fringe. Yeah. Period. Yep. You're right. I mean, we were talking about that today earlier. Like sometimes I forget that, you know, we'll be having a conversation and I'll ask a question and you'll just remind me, oh, that's because so-and-so is on the fringe of society. I have to remind myself, that's right. Like we exist in those spaces, but I'm white. And so I don't always exist in those spaces. Sometimes I'm able to, I, I have blind spots, you know? And so I don't always see how someone else's circumstances are going to be vastly different than mine. And you'll remind me and I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Like that there are people who are, it's like they're invisible. It's the weirdest fucking thing. It's like they're literally invisible. And I don't understand how from one human being to another, you can just literally pretend like someone doesn't exist. But that's been woven into our society from the beginning. I mean, I've seen men do that quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, that's how I've been treated in my family. That's how you've been treated a I lot I mean, there's the family. hierarchy, right? Like, yeah. we... That is... Our country was built on genocide. Then we were built on the patriarchy. And so, like... You've got, like, you know, your white men first and the trickle down and then the white women but then heaven forbid you're a gay woman in white that puts you lower on the list you know what i mean and then you've got the people of color and then like yeah it's yeah Mm. so upon doing some more research on this like like lynching is the history of our country it is past and present do you know when this shocked the shit out of me. Do you know when the anti-lynching law was passed? No. 2022. March 29th, 2022. Federally? Yeah. What the fuck? Yep. President Biden signed that into law. It's the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act. Six decades after Emmett Till's murder. But 2022, it failed 200 times and took over a hundred years to pass. God help us. 2022. This country is boned so hard. We're fucked. Yep. And a lot of people who like follow law and like social justice and say like the, the passing of the law is important because it didn't exist before. right? Right. So now it puts like lynching as part of the hate crime laws, but you also have to be able and be able and willing to pursue those in your state. And a lot of states you don't have, have... Do a, an investigation that lasts longer than 40 minutes. Right. And not every state has hate crime laws. <sighs> I want to poke my own eye out right now. I knew, I knew this. This case is rough. <sighs> it's rough because there's nothing after that. Like, she's still fighting. She can't see her grandkid. And Willie's and, dead. And there's no real way to reopen this case. They would have to get a police officer to agree that this was a murder. And then what? Well, I mean, was he cremated? 
because exhuming his body and performing an autopsy is an option, but it's already been five years, so I don't know how helpful that would be. And who would want to put his mother through that? Well, she would be willing, I'm sure of it, because she wants to see the justice. I don't know if Willie was cremated. I don't but think But also, so, I I would, I'd be very curious to know, because remember when we were talking about when she went to the funeral home and the um, examiner the examiner lifted the sheet and did a double take? Like, I would be curious to know, like, how much of those records indicate what kind of injuries It's funny that you ask, and I don't know why I didn't say this, but later on, she brings it up. She was like, he had scratches on his face. And the medical examiner's office says, oh, well, that's just something that's normal after, you know, an autopsy. So it sounds like there was one done. I just saw the Emmy report what of the autopsy. What blows my mind is that Alexis, who is the mother of their baby, that she just, it just seems like she just kind of is just going with this. And like, I, she doesn't give two shits. I also don't know what it's like, what the abuse is like in her home. Because I thought about that with the mom too, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know what that's like. Well, obviously, Harold's a huge abuser. You can tell that. (laughs) Absolutely. But, I mean, she's an adult now. Hopefully, she's living away from him, and she could speak up now. I mean, 2018, she wasn't, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Unless he's going to implicate her. I don't know what that... I don't know what happened in the house. Yeah, it kind of seems like she did nothing to stop it. Or did she set it up? Yeah. I don't know. Something seems way off there. Yeah. So... Unfortunately, that's it. That's the story. Oh, my God. Um, what can... Is there anything that people can do to help? Like, does the mom have any kind of, like, GoFundMe or anything? She's just she's just doing this on her own. She's really loud in activism. Like, if okay. you look him up, you will see pictures of her. And so she's she's spoken with do you know what Emmett Till's mom. Do you know what their last name is? Um. Jones, Jones, but her last name is Townsend, I believe, unless she's gotten Townsend. remarried. So Tammy Townsend mm-hmm. and Willie Jones. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just yep. so in case people want to look them up and see if there's any way that uh, they can help. Yep. Well, I want to say thank you for taking us through that. That was very rough, and it makes me really fucking pissed because we know that this kind of stuff is happening every day all over our country, and people yep. are getting away with it. Like it's nothing. Yep. And it makes me absolutely sick to my stomach. Yeah. Um, and just be, before we go, yeah. Um, if you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, there is help. You're not alone on that. Uh, you can now dial 988 from your phone. You can also text 988. Um, they're 988lifeline.org. They are 24 hours a day. You can chat with them. You can call them. Um, It is an amazing resource. You are not alone. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that's us. Um, I'm Maggie. I'm Danelle. And this is Life and Death on the Fringe.